This road is so full of surprises as well. I mean, I started working here just before the COVID pandemic in the 20s. You must remember it. During the lockdowns, instead of wandering into town for coffee, you know, a few of us got into the habit of just walking the streets around here, and then you, you discover places in the back streets you never knew existed. It was a great introduction to the area for me, you know, and I'm trying to think how to describe it. When your behavior follows regular patterns, people begin to recognize you and they'll wave, you know, and they'll just be, there's a sense of belonging to this road. It's colorful, it's quirky. Established in 2020 during the COVID pandemic, Baker Street Productions is now celebrating 30 years of creativity in Reading. In this landmark year of 2050, as the town celebrates its 20th carbon neutral year and the opening of a new heritage arts hub, and with the Oxford Road itself preparing for the Silver Jubilee of King William V, we team up with the West Reading-born journalist Amanda Halliday to bring you the stories of Reading's most vibrant area. Welcome to the Oxford Road. Number eight, the lawyer in the community. I moved to Reading from Sittingbourne in 2016, so I've been here for 34 years now. I had just finished my master's at Kent and started at Dexter Montague as a litigation assistant. I absolutely love the Oxford Road. I came here as a total stranger, but I've made my life here. I used to cycle to work when we lived out in Newtown, but about 25 years ago, we moved to Liebenwood Road, right next to Prospect Park. My walk in the morning purposefully takes me along this whole stretch, and it's such a great way to start your day. There's more life here than I've ever felt anywhere else. Thrive is the verb I seem to use the most. My name is Martin McDonald, and I'm a senior partner at Dexter Montague Solicitors. We were set up along the Oxford Road in 1987. A very important part of our philosophy as a community practice is to make the effort on our end to accommodate people's differences, be it linguistic or cultural. Thank you very much. I always have my lunch out here if the weather's pleasant. One of our co-founders, Bill Montague, he was a Reading lad through and through. He had so many stories from his childhood that brought this road to life for me. Before his retirement, we'd often sit out here during lunch. I think he was specifically drawn to this area by his childhood memories of the Oxford Road in the 60s. Um, he always used to talk about his granddad's tyre business, Beresford Tyres, and I think, I think from the way he used to talk about it, about his childhood, it seemed like he had this sense that was the way life should be. You know? These close-knit communities were very important to him. You connect those feelings to a physical space, I think. Do you think the Oxford Road has changed for the better? Um, I've never thought about it like that. I think it's still got some change in it. Who knows what it'll be like in another 30 years. It's changed and it's different. I like it, but some people might not, who knows. I like that the number 17 tram is still purple like the bus used to be. I think to put it into some perspective, the Oxford Road that Bill grew up around is very different to the one you can see today, on the surface, you know? I don't think there's the sense of community in quite the same way. He used to tell me stories that his mother had told him and I think, Obviously, people didn't travel like they did today, you know, so you, your neighbours were more or less your entire life. <laughs> you'd leave your kids at Mrs. So-and-so three doors down because you'd known her for 25 years. There wasn't the turnover of families in the same way there is now. When I first arrived here, there'd be different people from different backgrounds would walk past each other during the day and maybe might go to the same shops, but they weren't mixing with each other within that religious group or that social group particularly. But if the fabric of an area changes, if the community begins evolving, then the infrastructure should as well. 
And that's why building a community space like the Lavender and Soho on the site of the old assessment centre brought about such a fundamental shift in the way different communities interact. Do you think the Oxford Road feels more united because of it? Um, I mean, uh, well, yes and no. There were no communal spaces before, so I think something as simple as this, you know, a space with benches and a performance area where people from different backgrounds and cultures can interact, has really made everyone feel seen. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. My parents were from Nigeria, but growing up in Kent, there wasn't really a space for me to express my hyphenated identity, you know? I think my parents always felt a bit like they had to try and become British more than they could be proud of who they are. But here on the Oxford Road, I've always felt like people relish the diversity. You can make a statement of your heritage and the road will cheer you on, you know? You don't have to sacrifice your cultural identity to still belong here. But you don't think they're more united? Hmm. Yeah, so there's that, you know, people have always been much more able to be proud of who they are along this road, but ultimately, I think in their daily lives, people want comfort. You know, I think we all stick to that feeling of home, the food, the music, the uh, everything about your culture that makes it what it is. My wife is Welsh, and so my kids have grown up with strong affiliations with two cultures. When my parents would visit, we'd be making a Sunday roast, but listening to maybe Tunde Nightingale, <laughs> or something else, you know, that my parents grew up with and felt a strong sense of belonging to. And we have a woman who works for us who worships at the mosque in Wayland Street, just around the corner. Oh, and the Eid celebrations each year are so colourful. It's wonderful to walk through the... the thriving. <laughs> but she's got a family that she's bringing up along the Oxford Road. They're a few years older than my own kids. They'll have a very different sense of what constitutes home, and the Oxford Road supports that, supports this breadth. And that's why you've such an incredibly diverse array of shops along here. I mean, Best Foods is more or less a landmark now. It's like its own little city, the Oxford Road detached from red and proper by the IDR. We may not all intermingle, but there's a strong sense of mutual respect. And that's the basis of friendship though, really, isn't it? Not you be like me, or I'll be like you, or we've got to find common ground where we can somehow end up with some third thing we can both be like. And I think, I think that's definitely become stronger with the creation of these open spaces. Extending the pavement out and dotting it with benches really changed the road. In a positive way? Yeah, yeah, very positive. It's improved the sense of community. It's just a more pleasant place to be, and I think it encourages people to mingle a bit. And that's something we're really lucky with here, the diversity in the space to showcase it. I feel really lucky to have brought my children up around here. The Oxford Road is definitely a place I think actually embodies the cultures it supports. I'd love it if my kids came to think of the Oxford Road as builded. I hope they get a sense that this way of life is a possibility. That this is the way life can be if you can find a place that allows it.